friends, it's Lana, and welcome to Help Your Happy, a podcast hosted by yours truly. In each episode, I'll be diving into those sweet and not-so-sweet lessons I've learned in hopes just one of you will benefit. My mission is to create an honest and open space where everyone feels welcome and a community that wants to become the best version of themselves. I believe everyone is deserving of a happy and fulfilling life. I'm just here to help you get there or help keep you on track. We wear our heart on our sleeves here, so no topic is off limits. So if you'd like to join me, let's get into it. What is up? And welcome back to another episode of Help Your Happy, hashtag 2022 edition. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a great Christmas and a great New Year's. And if you've set yourself some New Year's resolutions, I hope that those are going well for you and you're feeling determined and ready to take on this new year filled with new opportunities. A little recap of my last episode. It was a recap of 2021, how it started versus how it's going. So if you haven't gotten the chance to check that out yet, go ahead and do that and let me know what you think. As for Help You're Happy and what you can kind of expect to come in this new year and new opportunity of episodes is I'm going to be doing a video segment to my podcast episodes and that you can find on YouTube. I will let you know when I have launched that, but it should be coming in the next couple of episodes. So that's super exciting. I'm really excited for you guys to kind of see what goes on behind the scenes. And it's just, it's more like inviting and it feels more personable when you're able to see me talking to you. It's kind of like best friends FaceTiming. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I am in the process of creating a new logo for my podcast. I just, I want my face to be somewhere on it just so that you guys can kind of put a face to the voice. Well, not this voice because right now I'm a little bit sick and I feel like my voice is super scratchy and weird to listen to, but we're doing it anyways. I just created an Instagram account for this podcast specifically, so you can go there and you can find me at helpyour underscore happy. That's H-E-L-P-Y-O-U-R underscore happy, and it's going to be all podcast-related topics, and I'm going to post all of my episodes there and sneak peeks to my episodes and all of those good things. So let's get into this episode. I am going to be talking about tips on leaving the past in the past and how I'm making room for God in my relationship. So first, I want to start off by being completely honest with you guys that I have not been mentally all well lately. Um, I think I've been super conflicted in my relationship with Jesus, and I feel like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he's left me or that he's not listening to me or I pray and I tell him that I need something and I don't feel like my prayer is answered. But what I'm finding now is that I feel like my prayer is not answered on my timeline when I feel like I need it and when I feel like I need these things. But what I forget is that he is going to provide those things for me when I actually need them and on his time which we all know is the best timeline. And I I should know that by now. You know, I've 
I've figured that out in the past that my timeline absolutely sucks. And just because he doesn't answer my prayer right away, right when I feel like I need it, that that prayer is going to be answered in due time. So I've kind of felt like, I don't know, like he's just not there. You know, I feel like I'm kind of talking to myself when I'm praying and I almost ask myself sometimes, like, why am I even asking for this? Or why am I even praying for this? Like, I feel like there's so many times that right before I pray, I'm like, oh, wait, no, I'm not actually going to pray for that because I feel like when I pray for it or I pray about it, like the complete opposite happens. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't pray for that or it's not going to happen. And it's just like, why, 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 why do I feel that way? I don't know if you can relate. Please let me know so I don't feel so alone in that. I just feel like there's so many times that I pray for a specific thing and it blows up in my face. (laughs) It just, it doesn't happen. And I'm like, I like to think that it's because I prayed for it, that it's why it didn't happen. And it it just kind of gives me like a reason to validate. I don't know why I have like hateful feelings towards God sometimes because I'm like, oh no, because every time that I prayed for it, it doesn't happen. But I think that was my wake up call when I really thought about it. And I'm like, why do I think this way? Why? Do I allow my flawed and earthly way of thinking get in the way of my relationship with God, which in turn has also flawed my relationship with my boyfriend? And these two things that I'm going to get into uh, for today's topic truly are what I am currently going through, and I just feel like I can speak some light on these topics for you if you're struggling with these things as well. And the first thing that I want to bring up is how to leave the past in the past. Um, This is something that I'm still working on, and I think I'll be working on this every single day for the rest of my life um, because, you know, we always have the option to dip back into the negative parts of our past. And it's so hard to fully move on from things that have hurt you, that have burned you, especially if it's people, because most likely those people are still not very far out of your circle of those that you surround yourself with now. And there's always that like temptation to look back on on those things that they did to you. And maybe you see them, you know, thriving in their life right now. Maybe they got that job opportunity that they talked about with you. Maybe they, you know, got that new car or they moved away or they're in a new relationship that seemingly looks really good and healthy and you're wondering why, like, why they couldn't be that way to you or whatever the reason is. It's so easy to dip back into our past. Um, So I think that is going to be something that I am always working on and making the conscious decision and conscious effort every single day to not think of the what ifs and what could have beens and just keep moving forward. So a tip for this that I have for you is try and think of your past in a positive way. And yes, even the painful parts. And it's so hard. It's so hard to do this. But like thinking about who you would be if those things didn't happen um, or where you would be right now if you hadn't experienced the things that you did might give you some peace. And even though right now it might not seem like everything is going according to your plan, that I'm a hot mess, you know, I'm, I'm only working here, like I'm not even doing what I thought that I'd be doing at this age. I don't have my finances under control. I don't have this or that. And I wish I had this or that. Like, just try and think about where you've been and how far that you've come. Next thing is, If a relationship that you had ended, 
I know that it's easy to keep thinking about, like I said before, the what ifs or to kind of stalk their social accounts and it that just keeps you in a low place and it completely prevents you from moving forward and it prevents you from living in the moment and just being present with where you are right now and finding the good in your life that you have right now and you know not everything in your life right now is perfect but it's also been worse and it could be much worse than it is and constantly thinking about the person that you're not with anymore is only going to keep you from being with the people that you're supposed to be with right now. And even if you are with the person that you feel like you're supposed to be right now, if you're consistently living in the past and you're consistently thinking about, you know, what was, it's keeping you from being fully present in your relationship. Next thing is probably the hardest thing that I'm going to talk about, and that's to stop waiting for an apology. And I know it's so easy to think that you deserve an apology, especially if you've been hurt, especially if it was from a family member or if it was from somebody that once told you that they loved you. Of course, we're going to expect an apology and it's going to be really, really hard for us to move on until we get that apology. But in some circumstances, you have to stop waiting for that apology in order to move on and just forgive them for your peace. You sometimes you just have to forgive people just to give yourself that peace of mind, that closure, and you might not ever get an apology. You might not ever get an explanation for some things that might have happened in your life, but at least you can move forward with your life knowing that you did everything you possibly could to end that situation on a positive note and sometimes that's all you can do another thing is if you've made decisions that might have impacted your life in a negative way i know personally that i've made decisions that i'm not proud of and decisions that make it really hard for me to even decide the most simple things now like even down to like what i want to eat because i think a lot of times i've messed up and i've made so many decisions that changed me and changed who I am and I don't want to mess up again and I don't want to make decisions that are gonna put me going in the opposite direction of where I'm trying to get to so remind yourself that that was the past that was something that happened and you've learned from that and you've grown from that and that's not who you are today you are stronger and you're capable of making smart decisions that are going to positively impact your life. Next is accepting that you might have trauma that was never talked about and things that you've never actually healed from. I have things coming up now that I completely forgot about and it's just insane that we have this ability to suppress things so much and and to push things so far down in our in our brain and in our lives that we are able to convince ourselves that it's not even our reality or that those things haven't even happened. So that brings me to my next point is just open up that can of worms so that you can move on. Open up whatever can of worms that you have to to get closure in your life so that you can live free from any unresolved problems or unresolved situations that you've suppressed. Next is stop giving the cold shoulder. 
and start forgiving. Like you don't have to tell this person that you forgive them. And I talked about this a little bit earlier, but for yourself, just say those words out loud so that you have that closure, so that you have the ability to know that you did everything that you could and that you forgive them. And it's now their choice to be however they want to be towards the situation, but that you have zero control over that. All you can control is yourself and the way that you view the situation and the efforts that you put in to making things right. And even if things aren't even meant to be made right, even if that relationship or friendship or whatever is not meant to be anything more than just a lesson, at least you did your part. Another thing that you want to remember is that if you're feeling trapped or like you just can't forgive and forget, you got to remember that Satan likes to keep us in those places mentally. Like he does not want us to see the good things that God has for us in every season of life. And before you know it, you look back and you've allowed yourself to feel this way for days, which turned into months, which now turn into years. And time does not stop. Just because you're upset, just because someone did you wrong, just because you're living in the past, time does not stop. It only keeps moving forward. And you have to decide how you're going to spend your time. And you can spend it dragging your feet and refusing to move on. Or you can forgive and do your best to push past those negative feelings of things that have happened to you and tell Satan not today because you are on your way to a better life. You are on your way to a happier version of yourself and you're on your way to forgiving the past completely so that you're able to live in the present, which overall is going to lead you to a more fulfilling, happier life. The last tip that I have for leaving the past in the past is to set new goals for yourself. Like give yourself reasons to keep moving forward and give yourself things to work on. Start bettering yourself so that your time is just consumed with creating the life that you want for yourself. All right, guys, now I'm going to talk about how I'm making room for God in my relationship. Honestly, I feel like God is coming after me. Like, um, I feel like I've taken too much time away from church and I've kind of been prioritizing the wrong things for too long. And I really feel like he's coming after me. Like he's coming to get me. (laughs) Honestly, this happens every now and again. And you'd think that I would learn by now, but I really haven't. And uh, I feel like that's for a reason, you know? I feel like (laughs) maybe this is God's way of just always keeping me on my toes and always making sure that I am aware of when I'm drifting away from him or straying away from him so that I know that like, okay, wait, this is why things are happening in my life because I need to get back into church or I need to start prioritizing my faith and my relationship with Jesus more. And I know that it's that. And I know that that's why I'm feeling the way I am because every single time it's kind of the same way, the same thing that happens, like something not so great happens. And I find myself clinging on to God and his promises more than ever And that's kind of what it's been like for me lately. Like I've kind of been in uh, spiritual conflict or spiritual warfare. Um, It kind of feels like Jesus just pulled me over and gave me a speeding ticket. You know, like I am just speeding through life and I'm forgetting what actually matters and I'm forgetting to prioritize him. And he's pulled me over and he's written me a warning 
And, you know, when a cop pulls you over and you're just, like, emotional because you're like, oh, wait, like, oh, like, I didn't mean to, even though you know damn well what you were doing. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, I know what I'm doing wrong and I know what I need to do to get back on good terms with him. So I am making a conscious effort now to put him first. And that's how it always should be. But I'm human and that's not how it always is. We get caught up in our day to day and you know how it goes. So I want to read this Bible verse to you guys because that's kind of what this whole topic is going to be related around. So it's John 15, 5, and this is the New Living Translation. And he says, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So basically to sum it up, as long as you seek God in everything you do and allow him to be at the center of your life, you're always going to see a victory. And when you stray away and you seek other worldly, ungodly things in his place, you are going to see failure. You are going to receive heartache and you are going to feel unfulfillment in everything you do. So one thing that really stood out to me, and I just mentioned this the other day to Brett, is that I've stopped praying at dinner. And I used to pray before every single meal, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like I would pray. And I would pray all day, like just for peace of mind. I'd pray for anything and everything all day. And I noticed that stopping, like a complete halt. Like I have not prayed for a meal in so long. And to be completely honest with you guys, I think a lot of that came from, I was, um, I don't know, Brett's Catholic and I'm non-denominational Christian. So things, honestly, they just get tricky sometimes. And I'm not going to talk about his faith and his relationship with God just because that is his and I have mine and it's it's just not my place. But I am going to talk about my relationship with Jesus. Like, I'm so open about it. And I believe that that is the vow that I took when I became a Christian. And what I'm realizing now is that not everyone is that way. So it's just really confusing to me that people consider themselves a Christian or Catholic and they don't go to church or they don't pray before dinner or any meal. They don't even pray out loud or sometimes even at all, but they still claim to have a relationship with God. And so that is something that I am like, it is just turmoil in my head because I just don't understand how that's how that's possible. And so that has been my most recent prayer is to try and see through the eyes of people that are like that, because I just feel like it's just completely polar opposite of who I am and who I want to be in the relationship that I want to have with God. And I've mentioned this before in my previous episode that my relationship with Jesus is very personal. And that is why it's taken me a long time to open up about it. But even though I hadn't opened up about it in my podcast episodes, like I was still very verbal in reality. And I think the reason why I didn't bring up my faith, especially in my relationship in the beginning, which has now caused whatever is happening now in, in my relationship as far as religion goes, is that I was nervous, guys. I was nervous to mention you know, that I pray before every meal because I knew that he didn't. And I was nervous about, I just, I just didn't want to look crazy. You know, I just didn't want to be a Bible thumper. I didn't want to be like this person that is just super Jesus-y. And I don't understand why I didn't want to be that way because I have friends in my life right now that are that way and they are freaking awesome. And like, I literally aspire to be like them. 
But relating back to when I first got into this relationship, I just, I knew that that's not the kind of relationship that he was seeking. And I really wanted, I don't know, to impress him or to just be this version of myself that I knew would be more appealing to him. And obviously things are completely different now, like I'm talking about previously, but What I didn't realize is that by not setting my expectation for the relationship and, you know, where my faith was with Jesus, that it was going to potentially cause conflict down the road. And that's where we are right now. So I think I just feel like I'm expecting a lot out of him now because we've been together for so long. And I'm like, wait, why has this not been a topic? Why have I allowed this to become a habit of not praying before dinner. And I just think back to the kind of Christian that I used to be and the kind of Christian that I am now. And I just feel like there is a lot of room for improvement. So that is what I am working on. But when I say that I am making room for God in my relationship, I mean, I am making a conscious effort to create space for him to show up in our relationship. And I was originally going to say that I'm leaving room for him, but after thinking about that, I feel like by saying that I'm leaving room, it kind of sounds like it's God's responsibility to seek me and my relationship, but I believe it's my job as a Christian to ask him to show up and to request what I'm asking of him. And my most recent prayer is to be more bold and to talk about the things that I need in my relationship um, to strengthen my relationship with God. And I really, really, really want God to be at the center and to be the core of our relationship. So some things that I am doing to make room for him is to start praying at dinner Even if it's like a three-second prayer, just being grateful for what we have is so important to me. And um, we're going to church more often. You know, it's not every week yet, but we're working on it. And just talking more freely about things that I need when it comes to religion and not being fearful of the path that my relationship, the path that my earthly relationship could potentially take when I know that my path for my religious relationship is only going to lead me to fulfillment. And so I'm trying to make a very conscious effort to change that and to change the habits that I am guilty of creating from the start of our relationship. So that is today's episode. I really hope that this resonated with one of you, two of you, three of you, every single one of you. Like, I hope somebody got something from this episode. And honestly, I would love to hear your guys' take on these topics, you know, how you have left the past in the past or how you're working on leaving the past in the past and how you have made or are trying to make room for God in your relationships, even if it's just a friendship. I would love to know how you're doing it because your girl could use some tips. So thank you for allowing me to feel like I have a safe space to completely open up to you guys. I know that I am not the only one going through this, and I know that there is somebody out there that is currently going through the same things or somebody that has made it through to the other side and might have something to 
add to this topic in hopes that somebody else will benefit from it. So if this is your first time listening to my podcast, thank you so much for joining me. I release new podcast episodes every other Wednesday, so I will talk to you guys in my next episode. If you guys are interested in following me and keeping up with all things Help Your Happy related, you can find me on Help Your underscore happy on Instagram. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps. And with that said, let your sparkle shine. Bye, guys. Bye.